Hello, ladies and gents, and welcome to another PC Boys podcast. And today we have a big movie review of Godzilla vs. Kong. So this movie is the first movie I've been waiting for for a long time since Avengers Endgame. So it's it's been a good while. Um... But no, this movie was absolutely fantastic. It's everything that you want. We're going to go into full spoilers, talk about Mechagodzilla, who won. Um, we're going to talk about, um, you know, uh, not so much the human stuff. I'll pretty much, we'll go through that first, and we'll just do it really quickly. We'll talk about Monarch, Apex, and stuff, and then we'll get into the really good stuff Um later on, uh, but just sit back, relax, this could be a 20 minute or longer podcast, I don't know, but I'm skipping over the human stuff as quickly as I can in the beginning, because we're not here for that, we're here to talk about the fights, this, you know, scenery and stuff like that, so, uh, let's get right into it, so, the humans in this, uh, story are basically set up into, like, three, um, uh, three groups, you have Apex, Team Godzilla, Team Kong, right, um, Team Kong being Rebecca Hall, this new female scientist, this blonde guy, don't even bother to remember his name, but basically he was, uh, the villains of the movie, uh, Ren Sarazawa, which would be Sarah, uh, Dr. Sarazawa's son, um, and the, I like to call him, like, evil corporate guy of Apex, but essentially comes and offers him, hey, we, you know, can get you to the Hollow Earth, we need to get, like, a, you know, special power source from there, um, and he's like, okay, I'll do it, so, you know, they end up going, uh, or he gets on board, but yeah, so basically he's on Team Kong, and Gia, a deaf Iwi girl, and if you don't know what the Iwis are, if you watch Kong Skull Island, uh, the Iwi people are natives to Skull Island, um, and she's one of the last ones left, so she's deaf, and she can communicate with Kong through sign language, and pretty much progresses the plot of how Kong gets from location to location, and, uh, how they communicate with each other, so that's mainly what goes on there, um, so moving on to Apex, Apex is basically this organization that is hell-bent on becoming the Apex Predators of Earth, aka humans, so they decide to create Mechagodzilla in a way to combat the Titans, um, and mainly Godzilla himself, and also at the same time, um, you have, uh, so basically they're like the anti-monster group, and then you have Monarch, which is very sidelined in this movie compared to Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and, um... Uh, Kong Skull Island, Monarch is sidelined completely, pretty much, other than a few scenes with, uh... Oh, I forgot who it was, but his last name's Russell, so basically, uh, Millie Bobby Brown's dad, uh, character. He's, like, the leader of, uh, Monarch or whatever, because you don't even see anybody from, um, King of the Monsters in this movie at all. I mean, you don't see the, um, Asian doctor lady. I think it, her name was, like, Cho or something, maybe? I don't know. A lot of the human characters are not memorable. It doesn't matter. But she was in it. There was that, um, black lady. It was, like, the military commander and stuff. Like, there was a lot of characters from the last movie that didn't come over, right? So, Anyway, so there's uh, her dad, who's like the leader of Monarch, and they're basically doing relief efforts to all these places Godzilla is attacking, which they don't know why that Godzilla is attacking these places, but essentially, um, they are trying to figure out why Godzilla is doing what he's doing, and... Yeah, they're just doing relief centers uh, around these Apex bases that Godzilla is attacking. And, and Godzilla is only attacking these Apex bases. But that's basically it for Monarch. They really don't play a big role in this movie at all, which is very shocking to me. It's very shocking, I would say, to most people because... 
you know, people are probably thinking, why the fuck was Monarch sidetracked? I don't know, but I think it was a stupid decision, but whatever. So, moving on to um, Team Godzilla, you have this um, conspiracy podcaster basically talking about the Titans and stuff. I don't remember his character's name. Then you have Millie Bobby Brown's character, which I think her name's like Allison or whatever the fuck, uh, Russell, or Madison, Russell, whatever, and... Basically, she's trying to figure out what's going on with Godzilla, and then you have the guy that plays on Deadpool 2 as Fire Fist, and he's in this movie as well as kind of like the comic relief character. Um, and that's really, like, what his role is. And in my opinion, a lot of these characters, I would say the only human character that you would need to advance this plot is the little girl Gia, because everybody else in the story is really... It's pointless, right? Because basically Madison and them, their point of the story is to explain as to why Godzilla is acting the way that he is. And then Gia is basically in the story and the Kong characters to get Kong to go to the Hollow Earth. And that's essentially what their purpose is in the story. A lot of characters in the story don't seem to have a actual purpose. And to me, it's like, this is why human characters in these monster movies are terrible. We're not here to watch the human characters, okay? I don't care if it's Millie Bobby Brown or not. We're not here to watch no human characters. We're here to watch the monsters fight each other. But I will say, this movie, out of all of the other monster movies other than Skull Island, because I think Skull Island did the human characters pretty well um a lot of these characters are bearable you know the, the the human story in this movie is not completely gosh awful i mean i can at least watch this movie and respect it with the human story it's not completely garbage but at the same time still not great and i would rather it just not be in the movie at all so moving on to uh because i am going to be watching godzilla vs kong at this review for my second time and then maybe you know do some more podcasts on it in the future but so now getting into like the real mean potatoes the scenery godzilla kong you know this is essentially what we're the, like the good stuff now like the battles and everything we're going to be talking about now so the big thing is, when it comes to Kong in this movie, this is very much a Kong movie, right? I know it's Godzilla versus Kong, but this movie's very much Kong. We start off with Kong, we pretty much follow Kong this entire movie. You get to see Godzilla once in the beginning, destroying an apex base. You get to see him wander around in Hong Kong for a little bit. You get to see um, him and Kong fight, and that's basically it. You get to see Kong during the rest of the other parts of this fucking movie. So if you're a Godzilla fan, do not expect to see a lot of him he is a very sidelined in this movie. This movie is a very big Kong movie, Kong-centric movie. Um, and for me as a Kong fan, I'm fine with that because Godzilla has had two movies to, you know, be able to show what he's got. Kong has only had one. So I think it's fair to give Kong a movie very centric about him with, you could say, an extended cameo from Godzilla. I would, I would, that's what I would call it. Um, but yeah, so no, this movie definitely, um, very much focused on Kong. And basically, in the beginning of the movie, we get the sense that, so you know that storm outside of Kong Skull Island, um, uh, in that movie? So essentially, this storm has now, like, enveloped the island and it's not habitable, and Kong is on Skull Island, but he's in this habitat that they created for him, and essentially... Um, he is being brought to the Hollow Earth, uh, for the human reasons, it's to get a, um, 
to get a power source. And for Kong, he's there to get the axe, right? And they kind of, you know, it's really heart-wrenching, but they, they pretty much lie to Kong, and it's like, oh, yeah, your family's down there. And as if you've read the novelizations, you know that that's not true. He's the last of his kind. And... Basically, he goes to the Hollow Earth, which, it looks beautiful. Oh my fucking lord. This is the one of the most beautiful places you will ever see in a fucking movie. Now, it's really weird, though, because the gravity is inverted in this place. Because, like, so imagine, right, looking out your window or something, and you just see, like, a field. Imagine looking up in the sky, and you see mountaintops, okay? <laughs> it's kind of like that. There's a ground on the top, like, on the sky and on ground. So, essentially, you can just jump between, like, two different fucking countries, if you will it's it's crazy it's like there's a there's land on the, there's land in the sky and there's land on ground and then when you jump what was once the ground is now the sky it's fucking it's crazy shit but gravity's all fucked up and basically the humans had to take like these certain vehicles that apex designed or else they'd get crushed going through the portal to get to the hollow earth so yeah, basically though, Kong ends up going uh, into this temple, and he ends up finding an axe uh, used by one of his ancestors to fight Godzilla's, and they created quite a few of them, and he, you know, goes there to get this axe, and you, you know, obviously it expands upon, you know, because the, uh, Rebecca Hall, she basically is like, oh yeah, Kong and Godzilla's, you know, species have been, you know, they had an ancient war. And it's like, oh, awesome, exposition, great. So, we get that, but there was one thing that I, I know this is a little bit off, well, it's still t referring to the Hollow Earth, but it didn't make sense to me. The humans are like, we need Kong to get to the Hollow Earth, right? But they had the vehicles to access the Hollow Earth, and on top of that, they knew the portal entrance to get into the Hollow Earth. So you don't need Kong to get into the Hollow Earth. You All you need are the vehicles. But anyways, just something stupid in the plot that I found as a big plot hole. It's like, but you know how to get in. You have the means to get in. So why do you need... You don't need Kong. Like, But anyways... It, it was just something, a little nitpick I wanted to talk about. But, so now, Kong gets his axe, and... There's, like, this indentation in the ground to where the axe is supposed to be put. So he puts it there, and it starts to charge up, like, a battery with, like, this element of some kind. And Godzilla senses this, and I am not even fucking kidding you when I say this. This motherfucker looks down at the ground. He's standing in Hong Kong, mind you, and he just fucking fires his atomic breath from fucking Hong Kong straight to the fucking hollow earth in the middle of Earth, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I was like, this motherfucker just made a big-ass entrance. He's, like, standing on top of the ground. He's just fucking shooting into the ground, making this big-ass entrance. So, you know, Kong, uh, so now he has a way of getting out of the Hollow Earth, and he basically climbs up or down, I guess the gravity inversion bullshit, and he basically goes through the hole, and he gets to Hong Kong, and him and Godzilla stand off. So Godzilla won the first fight between Kong and him, because uh, they were on the water when they fought the first time, uh, on these ships, and basically, Godzilla tried drowning Kong, he didn't, human interference ended up saving Kong's life, but then again, there are people like, oh, well, Godzilla probably has more, you know, strength than Kong because he knocked him over. 
it's very simple um, physics, and it, and it basically comes down to, like, weight and stuff. You see, Kong and all of his weight is on his upper body, just like us humans. When you work out, majority of your muscle is in your torso, your pecs, triceps, biceps, um, your delts and stuff. All of your upper body is where most of your, your muscle is. Yeah, sure, you can work out your legs and stuff, but still, majority of your muscle is on the top. Okay, compared to your legs. When it comes to Godzilla, Godzilla is like a fat motherfucker, right? Like, his legs are huge, his fucking tail, his lower portion of his body is where all of his weight is. So he's basically like a anchor in a way. He is fucking big on the bottom. Kong is not. So Kong, you know, not only does he not have a stable platform on the ship that he's fighting on, but he can be knocked over because it's not stable and a lot of his weight is concentrated in the upper portions of his body and not the lower portions. So he's very easy to move as to where Godzilla isn't easy to move. So there was that fight in the beginning, which easily went to Godzilla. So in the beginning fight of the Hong Kong fight, Kong takes the second round. They even fucking say this. Kong wins round two. And that, and I mean, it was really good. I mean, you got to see Kong being smart. He, you know, because fucking Godzilla was spamming atomic breath. Just like somebody in Call of Duty deciding that they're going to fucking spam the fucking street sweeper killing you coming around the corner or some shit. So yeah, Godzilla's out here spamming his atomic breath. You know, Kong's dodging it. Kong um, takes his axe and shoves it down his throat. Every time Godzilla goes to use his breath, he just punches him in the face or smacks him, you know, towards the ground. And Kong even, you know, shows intelligence as to where he's on top of a skyscraper. He's got a crane in his hand, and he throws it to distract Godzilla, and then he just pushes him, you know, jumps onto him and smacks him into a building. So, I mean, Kong shows a lot of intelligence, and he does put up a good fight. I don't care what anybody says. You're talking about a monkey, okay, that literally is hair, muscle, bone, and and flesh, and that's all that separates him from death compared to a scaly, supposed impenetrable fucking outer hide with Godzilla. Kong's doing a pretty fucking good job at evading his breath and getting hits on him. But, at the end of the day, Kong does end up succumbing to his wounds against Godzilla after Godzilla uh, scratches his... er, yeah, pretty much digs into his chest and then stomps on him like two to three times. Now, I heard Godzilla fans saying that Kong submitted. Kong didn't submit. He tried getting back up to fight him, but he sure came to his injuries and then he fell back down and was in the process of dying. So, Mecha Godzilla, which is also Mecha Ghidorah, and I know people are going to say, how the fuck is that possible? Or what the fuck is either of those things? Um, so basically, Mecha Godzilla is a robot version of Godzilla. But the reason it's also Mecha Ghidorah is because. So, they're using two brains of Ghidorah, it seems like, to control Mecha Godzilla. They're using a neural interface of some kind, using, like, uh, brain waves from Ghidorah, uh, one of Ghidorah's brains, with that uh, neural interface with a human uh, controller, and then one is inside the head of Mecha Godzilla itself. So, basically, there's this disconnect that happens between the user 
um, or the controlling uh, operator and the Ghidorah head. And basically, Ren Serozawa, Dr. Serozawa's son, gets killed um, by this. And then it's full-on Ghidorah controlling the Mechagodzilla body. So, being Mechagodzilla and Mechagodora in one. And another thing, too, that also sucked, they didn't really expand upon Ren Serozawa. That was a really missed opportunity. They should have at least done something there. Especially with, like, the conflict of, like, oh, Godzilla killed my dad or whatnot. But anyways, I digress. Moving on to, you know, the rest of the stuff. Um, so basically, um, what ended up happening is, so, Mechagodzilla comes out and goes to fight Godzilla. Mechagodzilla absolutely fucking demolishes Godzilla. I mean, there's not even a question, not even a question of a doubt, that Godzilla just got absolutely fucking manhandled. I mean, Mechagodzilla grabs Godzilla's head and just starts fucking smashing him into buildings. Imagine someone taking your head and smashing it into a wall like you see in those movies. That's what Mechagodzilla was doing to Godzilla, just smashing his head into buildings, scraping his head across the buildings, throwing him across the ground. Dude, this motherfucker did also a rocket punch. I mean, he had boosters on his back, and he just fucking rocketed and punched Godzilla in the face, and he has, like, these... Taser sword or like these energy gauntlets when it comes to his fist they charge up and they disperse when they hit him Oh my gosh, dude. It was fucking brutal. He's shooting rockets at him Then Godzilla uses his atomic breath and Mechagodzilla uses his atomic breath and Mechagodzilla overpowers him Just fucking pounds him across the city with it and it actually damages him like you can see a little bit of flesh on Godzilla and because this is being controlled by Ghidorah Obviously, this shows why Mechagodzilla is so ferocious, because it's got an actual primal instinct going through its uh, processing, and so he ends up going over to um, uh, Godzilla and trying to pry open his mouth and shoot his atomic breath down through his throat, and during this time when they're fighting, you know, the human characters on Kong's side are trying to revive him, and, and it's an, it's another callback, because, like, you know, when Kong put his axe down Godzilla's throat, that was a callback to the original King Kong vs. Godzilla. Well, they also have another callback, and they're like, we need to have, like, an electric shock enough. So it was, like, the lightning reviving Kong in that movie, but what they do is they take one of those, um... Uh, heave vehicles, which are like the hollow earth vehicles they use to travel to the hollow earth so they don't get crushed. They land one of those on Kong's chest and they blow it up. And it supercharges his heart and he gets up and then the Iwi girl, the deaf girl, Gia, she um, communicates with Kong saying that Godzilla's not the enemy and that Mechagodzilla is the real enemy. So Kong, you know, re reluctantly gets up. He clearly doesn't want to, but he gets up and he goes to fight Mechagodzilla, and Mechagodzilla's about to kill Godzilla, and Kong jumps on his back and fucking yanks his head up, so the laser goes into the sky, and then he just shrugs uh, Kong off, Godzilla takes one of his arms, Kong takes the other, and they smash him into a building, but Mechagodzilla starts to end up getting the upper hand, so he starts throwing him around, and Kong goes to get, it, get his axe, and then he starts wailing on Mechagodzilla, and 
uh, Mechagodzilla eventually ends up getting a hold of Kong, and he goes to drill, like, you know, his uh, tail has, like, this drill on it, and Kong, you know, he's about to get, you know, fucking, you know, destroyed by Mechagodzilla, but at the same time, it kind of, the way that they did this, I feel like cheapened Kong's victory over Mechagodzilla, because the human characters, you know, they're talking about how it, you know, they're trying to hack into his, you know, robotic systems and shut him down and stuff, and they can't, so basically this guy, the, the podcaster guy, he was, you know, talking about his wife and stuff dying, and he has this thing of whiskey that he uses in a gun holster, and basically, he's like, oh, I'm gonna drink this, you know, basically saying that he's given up, and he, and, uh, the, the big kid with glasses from Deadpool fucking takes it and pours it into the keyboard system or whatever, and apparently, and this still, this doesn't make sense to me, this part doesn't, because if it's, if it's no longer controlled, like, Mechagodzilla is no longer being controlled by the computer right now, how the fuck does pouring whiskey into the computer systems going to fuck up Mechagodzilla? Anyways, Mechagodzilla's tail deactivates, Kong then gets his axe supercharged by Godzilla's atomic breath, and Kong just goes ape shit and destroys Mechagodzilla and ends up ripping his head off. So, then all the human characters, you know, they find each other, Madison, that's her name, it is Madison, then she finds her dad, and they hug, and then Godzilla roars, and Kong gets back up, and he's like, ah, oh, I gotta fucking fight this guy again? Like, you can see he doesn't want to, but he's like, if I fucking have to, and Kong ends up dropping his axe. Now, a lot of, now, I've seen Godzilla fans say that this is submission, that this is him bowing, and it's not Kong bowing, because he, first of all, he's not actually bowing to him. I think Kong is just, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not fucking doing this shit anymore. Like, he's like, if I gotta die, I will die. Because Kong, if he really gave up, he wouldn't have even stood up in the first place. He drops his axe. Now, there is a few ways you could interpret this. This could be Kong saying... I'm not gonna fucking do this anymore, this could be Kong saying, I'm not afraid of you, and that, you know, if I need to die, you know, either I'm the alpha or I die, I don't really care, whatever it is, um, in my eyes, I look at it as just Kong being like, look, if I gotta die, I'll die, but I, I'm just, I'm fucking sick of this shit, I, I don't think Kong submitted to Godzilla, because if he, if he were to submit, there would have been no reason for him to stand up to begin with. So, I think that it was more of a mutual respect between the two. Because Kong, I mean, Kong put up a good fight. I mean, you gotta think about Ghidorah and what he did to Godzilla. And what Mechagodzilla did to Godzilla. And then you gotta think about Kong. He put up a pretty good fight against a Titan that literally takes so much punishment. <sighs> Kong, in my eyes, is always going to be a rivaling alpha with Godzilla. Yes, he might not be as durable, and yes, he might not have atomic breath, but his intelligence and his speed and agility made up for those lack, uh, lack, um, advantages, natural advantages. And... In my opinion, I just think Godzilla and Kong have respect for each other, you know? Because by the end of the... Like, Kong didn't want to give up on the fight when he first went down and succumbed to his injuries. But by the time he was done fighting Mechagodzilla, I mean, he was tired at that point. Not only did he have a fight with Godzilla at that point, but Kong had a lot of heart. And, and one thing with Kong is like, you know, I was on Team Kong. I'm giving the win to Godzilla, hands down. But... 
Kong did defeat Mechagodzilla. Yes, with the help of Godzilla, but he did deal the fi final blow. And without Godzilla, go um, I mean, without Kong, Godzilla would have died. Just that would have happened too. Um, but at the end of the day, though, I don't think Kong submitted. Uh, and, and like I said, this is all up for interpretation for everybody because some people are going to say it's him giving up. Some people are going to say that it's Kong, you know, just showing that he's not afraid of um, uh, Godzilla. And that's completely fine um, for Kong to show that he's not afraid of Godzilla because at the end of the day, Kong didn't want to give up fighting Godzilla in the first fight. But at the, at the same time, he I just don't think that he would give up. He, he didn't submit. He never bowed to Godzilla. So I think they both just kind of mutually had respect and went their own ways. Because at the end of the day, I didn't think any of them was going to die. But at the same time, I don't think Kong is, is uh, bowing to Godzilla. I don't think he submitted. I think Kong was like, look, if I have to die, just kill me now, you know? I think when he dropped his axe, he was just ready to die. You know, I, I, I he didn't, he, he was not bowing, he was not submitting, he's just like, look, if you gotta kill me, fucking just do it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this shit. That's how I interpreted it, right? But I think Godzilla had enough respect for what Kong did for him in saving his life and what, and Kong's, um, battle prowess and being, you know, impressed with the fight that he put up that Godzilla just said, we're good. <laughs> we're good and walks off. That's how I look at it. I think that Kong was ready to die because at the end of the day, in the first fight, after Godzilla stepped on his chest, Kong got up and he wanted to keep fighting. He sure came to his injuries and he got up when Godzilla roared at him. He's like, if I have to fight you again, I fucking will. And he drops his axe. I, and like I said, people are going to say on the Godzilla side that this is submission and it's not submission. I think, you know, Kong was just ready to die. I think he was like, look, I'm not going to be your bitch. Okay. If you got to kill me, just kill me. And I think Godzilla had respect for what Kong did for him and let him live. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Kong was not going to win this, okay? There, there's enough evidence to prove Kong wasn't going to, to win it. As much as I want the guy to, he wasn't going to. He was not in the physical shape to be able to do it. And Godzilla just has too much armor on him to essentially, you know... For him to win at that moment in time, yeah, he might have been wounded and stuff too, but, I mean, Godzilla, you know, better shape than Kong, and, you know, Godzilla can damage Kong easier. So, at the end of the day, Kong didn't submit, but he was ready for Godzilla to just kill him. It's like, look, I I'll fucking fight to the death. Like, I I'm willing to die to be the Alpha Titan, but at the end of the day, it's either I'm dead or... Or I'm the Alpha. And I think Godzilla just had enough respect for him and he just left. I don't think that there's a true King of the Monsters in, in a sense. Like, Godzilla is the King of the Monsters, but Kong also is in his own domain. Kong likes to keep to himself, okay? Kong is not so much about putting all the monsters in check to begin with. Kong likes to just be himself, be left alone. Kong's always been like that. So, when Kong and Godzilla ended their fight, I think it was out of mutual respect. I don't think that there was any sort of submission from Kong. I think Kong was just ready to die. 
And Godzilla just respected him enough to let him live. I, I think that that's what it was at the end of the day. Because even though Godzilla was the winner of the fight, Kong did save his life. And Kong put up a good fight. And I think Godzilla was like, you know what? We're good. I mean, you know, we'll just stay out of each other's way. Therefore, you have two Alpha Titans. But one's in the Hollow Earth, which the movie ends with Kong being in the Hollow Earth. And one's above the Hollow Earth on... Normal Earth, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. But that's how I see it, right? As Godzilla fans, you got your, you know, your monster did win. Kong did save your monster's life. And at the end of the day, um, I, I just, Kong didn't submit. I think that Godzilla just, I mean, there's no proof. I mean, it's not like the director said, you know, this is what happened, but... At the end of the day, you know, Kong uh, didn't submit. I mean, he didn't ever bow to Godzilla. He was ready to die, and I think Godzilla just respected him enough to just leave him be. I mean, that's how I look at it. I mean, you don't have to have Kong bow to have Godzilla win. You know what I'm saying? Neither neither bowed to one another, but Kong, I think, was just ready to die, and Godzilla was like, we're good. Well, I'll, I'll let you live, you know, because I mean, I even know Kong was going to die as much. I'm rooting for Kong. You know, Kong was obviously going to be, you know, the loser if they were to go at it again. But at the end of the day, though, I don't, you know, Kong didn't submit. He didn't submit. And that's one thing that I can say about him. He didn't submit. He was ready to die. Godzilla just said, nah, we're good. Just stay out of my way. Go, you know, live your life. <laughs> And essentially, that's what happened. So I think that Kong is king of Hollow Earth, and then Godzilla's king of Earth. You know, the rest of it, not the Hollow Earth. But, yeah. And that's essentially how I think that that movie went. I think that, there, there, yes, Godzilla was the winner, but Kong, at the same time, did not submit to him. Therefore, he's still a alpha, but he's not... The Alpha. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the the Alpha would be Godzilla. Okay? He beat Kong. He's beaten every other monster. He is the top Alpha. But Kong is a Alpha. Because he's not dead. He was defeated. But at the same time, he did not submit to Godzilla. Therefore, still giving him Alpha status. But he's not the Alpha. He would be one of the Alpha. He would be like the only other Alpha to exist. So basically a lesser Alpha to Godzilla. Because Godzilla did beat him, but he never submitted to Godzilla. Therefore making him still an Alpha. You know what I'm saying? Like, him and Godzilla, like, if, if you were to do like a, a, like, let's say like, president. Like, Godzilla would be president, Kong would be vice president. That sort of thing. So, while Kong did lose the fight, and he's not the main alpha, he still is an alpha because he did not submit. Every other titan has submitted to Godzilla. Kong did not. Kong was ready to die, and Godzilla let him live. Therefore, still letting him be an alpha, but just not the top alpha. Right? So, that's how I look at it. I mean, it's not me trying to compensate for Kong's loss. It's just how it is. He didn't submit. He didn't bow to Godzilla. He is still an alpha. He's just not the top alpha. He would be like second place. So, or third. I mean, if you want to really bring Ghidorah in. But, I mean, he never fought Ghidorah. So, we can never really say. But, granted. 
Um, yeah, so that's how I look at it. Anyways, though, this movie was fucking amazing. It was great. I give it a fucking 9 out of 10. Um, I mean, you gotta watch it. This movie was just absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you watch it on HBO Max. Go get $15 of Google or Apple money. Download HBO Max. Get your subscription and watch it now. Do it. It's so cheap. And you can watch it for a month. But I'm gonna go watch uh, Kong vs. Godzilla for the second time. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And I will catch you all in the next one.